man, I love this part of Euro coverage. It's going on my resume. Welcome to TSN Radio's coverage of Euro 2020. I'm Michael Landsberg, and we begin with Sweden versus Slovakia. Live from St. Petersburg Stadium, here are my colleagues, Connor McNamara and Clinton Morrison. There is one change today. Martin Koselnik, who came on as a sub against the Poles, he starts this one. Lucas Haraslin, who had been playing on the right wing, is the player who drops out. We're about to get started. Sweden in their bright yellow shirts. Slovakia all in white. Marek Hamšík with his trademark mohawk haircut is standing and surveying everything. And he looks absolutely king of the manor there, Clinton Morrison. I would love to see you with one of those, a mohawk, Connor. It would suit you. I think it'd be brilliant. Mate, I think, I think science, physics and biology is conspiring to make that quite <laughs> impossible, unfortunately. But I'm more than happy to give it a go. Give it, I like that. That's the attitude. <laughs> we are underway. Dubravka of Newcastle is the Slovakia goalkeeper. They've got a back four of Pikarik. Lubomir Shatka, Milan Skriniar of Inter Milan, and Thomas Hubachan at left back. The two in the middle work hard. Juraš Kutska and Patrick Horovsky, with then Koselnik on the right, Robert Mack on the left, Marek Hamšík's got a free roll, and Andrei Duda, who had a spell at Norwich City and played very well against Poland. Almost like he's a free roll too, Clinton. He's a kind of a false nine, but he'll pop up all over the place. They have a funny structure to their team in attack. Yeah, that wasn't the dude that I saw playing at Norwich. I thought he was outstanding in the first game. They rotate ever so well, the front four, and he can drop off. Hamshik can go in behind Matt, who had a really good um, game on the left-hand side. They were interchangeable ever so well in that first game. So Sweden will have to be aware of that front four. Free kick to Slovakia, fouled by Marcus Berg on Juraj Kutska. Slovakia's joint top scorer in qualifying he's a hard-working central midfield player Hampshik keen to get involved drops to the halfway line rolls it back to Milan Skriniar and then he's challenged roughly and forcefully and dumped onto the ground and Sweden showing inside the opening minutes here Klintzibar said that they want to roll up their sleeves and they want to get stuck into Slovakia that's a few free kicks now yeah Olsen goes in late on Skriniar they're showing more intent in these first minute than they did in the whole Spain game of going to press them they're not going to let Slovakia dominate the ball Slovakia are good in possession but they've got to go and press them this is a big game for Sweden I feel they need a, they need to win to bring them back in and if they win they're in a great position average age between the two teams is over 30 so plenty of experience down there but on this hot day those aging legs might feel it as the afternoon progresses Sweden nil Slovakia nil five live from the BBC Croatia against the Czech Republic is coming up in group D at five o'clock and we've got England against Scotland at eight Slovakia play the ball forward looking for Kuschelnik who's given off the winning on the right hand side it'll be crossed back into the center Kuzka jumps flag was raised it wouldn't have counted anyway it flashed over his head but Slovakia showing good intent there to get into the Sweden penalty area. Bright start to the game in St. Petersburg. Yeah, Kuzka just goes a bit early, but you are right. He was brilliant the other day in midfield. He covers every inch of, of grass and blade of grass. I thought he was outstanding. It was a good run, but you can tell he never checked his shoulders. He was always ahead of the defenders. Kuzka, he's just got that, that expression on his face. You know he is one of those players who will run himself into the ground, who will never give up. He's a proper warrior. Every team can do with one of those, and he's operating in the middle of the midfield for Slovakia. Sweden tried to come on their first attack of the game. Emil Forsberg with the flowing blonde hair tries to work the ball to Seb Larsson, and Larsson catches a shot uncleanly. It is on target, but no power to trouble 
Martin Dubravka, we know he's got a great right boot, Seb Larsson, he hit that one with his left, and even with the deflection off the defender, it wasn't troubling the goalkeeper at all. No, it was always comfortable, I think Forsberg is going to be an important player for Sweden, coming in off that left-hand side, he don't play like a natural winger, he always comes into little pockets, and Seb Larsson the same on the right-hand side, but it was a shot, it was deflected, it was a comfortable save, but it's been a positive start from Sweden. It's been... Forsberg who scored the winning goal that got Sweden into the World Cup quarterfinals three years ago Milan Skriniar who's had a fantastic season in Italy as uh, Inter have won their first Serie A title in, in such a long time all under Antonio Conte Shatska who plays in Poland with Lech Poznan exchanges passes with Pekarek Sweden who saw so little of the ball against Spain will expect to have more possession today however Hampshik and Slovakia are dominating the ball in the early stages here. Hampshik gets it back, right wing, midway inside the Sweden half, delivers a low direction cross. It's been missed by Viktor Lindelof, and the Manchester United player is very lucky there. He swung his boot at it, it went right through him, but there was no one anticipating that happen, and therefore he gets away with it. The player, I think it was Robert Mack on the left-hand side, just stopped his run assuming Lindelof would clear it Clinton you're right Mac, you want Mac and Duda in there it's a good ball in from Hamshik but they thought Lindelof was going to deal with it they just didn't have enough bodies into the box but Hamshik again making things happen like he did in the first game Slovakia beat both the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland in the playoffs to get to this tournament have got their first corner of the game Kutska's been pushed and shoved around in there as he tries to find some space Marek Hamshik delivers it in excellent corner left footed and Kutska again rising high but his header is over the crossbar it's been a strong start to the game from Slovakia yeah another good attack from Kuzka he gets in there he always with your right corner he's one of those players he's probably the first name on the team sheet he always wants to get in there he wants to attack but it's a good ball from Hampshire but what I've just picked up there He's naturally right-footed. He took the corner with his left foot corner. So he's technically a very good footballer. Can use both feet really well. Sweden nil, Slovakia nil. This game was supposed to be held in Dublin before the rejig to the schedule. We'd have had a very different weekend, Clinton, were we? I'm telling you, Connor, it would have been a brilliant mm, weekend. Absolutely. <laughs> we can only hope for the future. Exactly. Here is Lindelof on the halfway line. We'd have had the full fry up this morning. The walk on Sandy Mount oh, Beach. We wouldn't me. be going to bed early tonight. <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, there we go. Lindelof has possession just inside his own half. We can only dream. He's sent a decent ball forward to Isak. First time Isak's been involved in the ball. This exciting player who's done well in Spain this season. Larson down the right-hand side. Clips it across. Deflects off the defender. Nearly falls for Isak a second time. Well, then Hubachan heads it back across the edge of his own penalty area. That was a little bit dangerous, but Horovsky was back there, and he's able to clear it away. Sweden regained possession inside the center circle with the shaven-headed Marcus Danielsen. This is his first major tournament. He's got Forsberg on the left-hand side. Gets to within 15 yards of the Slovakia penalty area. Now infield to Christopher Olsen, who started his career as a kid at Arsenal. He'll prod it into the penalty area to pick out Isak. Isak tries to deliver a cross, and it's blocked away off Schatzka for Sweden's corner. Yeah, it was a good play again from Forsberg. I said he don't hug the touch there and gets into pockets. Good little reverse ball to Isak. He's always going to be a threat in behind, but it's good defending. Goes out for a corner. Sweden have got some tall players in their squad and they make their way into the penalty area to try and find some room Sweden have failed to score in the last three European Championships games but they were against really big teams Italy, Belgium and Spain earlier on this week corner is poor, delivered in low and easily dealt with and then it comes out to Olsen on the edge and he clips back in across which Dubravka decided early he was going to take and dressed all in green he gathers the ball the Newcastle United goalkeeper and bowls it out underarm 
to Kuczka. He sends a crossfield pass that's a little bit wayward. Headed away by Augustinsson. Slovakia get it back in defense with Shatka. Peter Pekarik, vastly experienced, 103rd cap for him. And he's on the right-hand side. Still teasing each other out there tomorrow. So. Yeah, they are. They, both teams are feeling their way into this. It, it's always, I never thought it was going to be like the game the other day against Poland where Slovakia were on the front foot for most of the first half and then Poland with a better team second half. But as, as for Sweden, they need to come out. Obviously against Spain, defensively brilliant. Olsen was outstanding, the goalkeeper and thoroughly deserved the man of the match but you want to see them on the front foot more and creating chances this is five live for the bbc after the live football tonight after the england scotland game there will be a 606 on five live with robbie savage and chris sutton giving you the details during the day of how you can get involved in that and get your voice and have your say on five live later on this evening but it is set to be an epic day of football Euro 2020 we're kicking it off here with Sweden against Slovakia Marek Hapšik a Napoli legend in the past now plays his club football funny enough in Sweden so he knows all about the opponents here he's a player who at the height of his powers was absolutely brilliant he's getting on in age a little bit now but we saw enough against Poland uh, to suggest that he's still got the touches he's still got the vision Clinton. yeah he's still a clever footballer well, for what he's lacking in the yard of pace his vision is always a step ahead of most players with the, the balls he's playing. He's always looking on the front foot to go forward and cause problems. So he's still a big figure in the Slovakian team still. Check there, flick the ball onto Andre Duda, who managed to beat the first defender, but then challenged by the second. Robert Mack is hobbling a little bit. He's been caught to the challenge by Christopher Olsen. Olsen just stamping down as he came in and landing on the player's foot on the ground he got away with it at the time Christopher Olsen but Mack is feeling the brunt of the pain do you know what Connor he's lucky the referees just said that's two because he'd done one earlier on screen yard so if he makes another tackle he's definitely going into the ball I, I can get it that he wants to set it, set it up and be on the front foot but he has to be a bit careful nil-nil on five live screen yards clearance up into the midfield Mack will lay the ball back to Thomas Hubachan another very experienced uh, international and uh, he knows this stadium very well. He used to play for Zenit St. Petersburg, so Hubachan knows every blade of grass on this pitch. Here is Koselnik down the right-hand side, trying to find some space to deliver in across, and it comes in low, and Danielson leaves it. He had a shout from the goalkeeper, and that's well dealt with by Robin Olsen, who's been at Everton this past season. Yeah, it's a good ball in, but Duda's not in the box, I'm kind of, They don't get enough bodies in the box, though, Sabakian. It's good play out on the right-hand side, good ball in, but Duda's not... He's not a centre-forward who wants to get in there and score goals. I think he does too much of his work outside the box. I'd want my centre-forward in the box for crosses like that. We're on the radio on BBC Radio 5 Live. You can listen via BBC Sounds or indeed on iPlayer. This game is a BBC television game. You can choose the audio option and have myself in Clinton's commentary perfectly in sync with the pictures. It's an option also available on the BBC Sport website. In the old days when you would do that, it used to affect the quality of the picture. You wouldn't get the high def, but the uh, the boffins have been working on it. They figured that out. So you can watch a glorious HD if you choose to do so. Sweden cross on the left-hand side. Milan Skunia just outside the edge of his six-yard box, heads it away. Not very convincingly. Back into the mix by Lustig. A high hanging cross looking for Marcus Berg on the far side. And he's pushed his weight around too much. Referee says he's too forceful. And that is going to be a free kick to Slovakia inside their own penalty area. Still nil-nil in Group E. He's got every right to go um, attack that. And I don't... Mm, yeah, he's, there's a bit of contact on Pekarik at the back post. So I understand now, after seeing the replay, why the referee give that decision. But I'm a, I am was an ex-centre forward. I'm going in for, to challenge from that. So Burks 
it was the right thing to do, but it was a foul. Yeah, I mean, he didn't lead with his arm or anything like that, but just, just robust with the shoulder as they jumped in the air. Marcus Berg, who knows all the dark arts of challenging for aerial battles, he's been first choice for Sweden for over a decade now. They've got the young guns like Isak and, and Kiesen, who's on the bench, and, and these young kids want to take over, but Berg, who's you know, 35 in August, he is still the first choice in this team. Streetwise, I would think, is the way to describe how he how he operates these days. Olsen, Christopher Olsen, hits the ball back to Viktor Lindelov. Under pressure inside his own penalty area, he will in turn give it back to Robin Olsen. Olsen, who played seven times for Carlo Ancelotti's Everton this past season on loan from, from Roma. Christopher Olsen gets possession again. He ever played 37 minutes for the first team at Arsenal during his time there. It was in a League Cup match against West Bromwich Albion. They release Berg down the right-hand side. Good running from him to get to the byline. But excellent defending Hubertchad who comes in and walks into him. And I mentioned those dark arts, that streetwiseness. Berg knew exactly what he was doing there. He, he slowed down in the sprint knowing that the defender would come banging into him. And that's very clever how he's won the free kick. Yeah, Hubertchad, because he, he, he's not winning the race, Berg. He's thinking, I'm tired. I've just made a good 40 or 50-yard run at my age. And he's clever. He's waiting for the contact from the defender. As soon as he feels contact, he goes down. So he, but a lot of people say, I oh, bought a free kick ever so well, but it's clever centre forward play. So Larson will be the Swede to place the ball. Today he's 131st international cap, which is some innings. He's another who turns 36 this summer. Back playing in Sweden these days. Wonderful career in England in the past and we do know if we know anything about Seb Larsson is that he is a dead ball expert this is not a shooting position for a free kick it's a crossing location from the right wing but normally and I hope I'm not giving him the curse of the commentator here normally Larsson lays these absolutely perfect let's see how he fares here wearing the green boots here he comes right footed delivery lashed it across the face of goal brilliant free kick but just headed away and off target Mikel Lustig was in there he's got a decent goal scoring record for his country he was marked closely by Shatka there and he couldn't keep the header down yeah he didn't let you down did he Connor it was a great ball from Larson and you know it nine times out of ten he always puts it on the money and it was well attacked by Lustig but good defending and I think that's where Sweden can be a threat because they put, put good delivery into the box it's the voice of Clinton Morrison watching this game with us here on Five Live Sport for the BBC Euro 2020. Group E, which has been a group that's been under the radar in terms of there hasn't been much spectacular action in this group so far. Spain banged on the door, should have scored goals against Sweden but didn't. It was a, It's a game that will not be featured in the highlight reels and the montages at the end of the tournament. Frankly, in a few months we'll forget that game ever happened, but yet the way of the group is all the teams have still got a chance of progressing they have and you thought when the groups come out Spain were the favourites and they did play brilliant on the night but I think that where Spain are going to struggle is they haven't got that centre forward corner that can put the ball in the back of the net Arata works ever so hard but yeah, a great opportunity the other night and totally missed it so that is where they're going to struggle I think the build up play is fantastic and for you, from your striking perspective would you throw him in again or is he I mean is he going to be spooked by that or do you give him the chance of redemption I would play him again but I'd play Moreno he's been he was been outstanding he scored a lot of goals at um, um, Villarreal this season he's been outstanding so why wouldn't you put him in there is Isak on the attack for Sweden playing from left to right as we look down nil nil on five line Isak's done well to dribble in field with the ball well, that's super tackling that's that's really what Milan Skriniar is all about the fleet-footed youngster 
Uh, Isak with all the tricks, but Skriniar comes in, tackles and comes away with possession. He does then ultimately lose it in the midfield, but the danger has very much been cleared. He's an elite centre-back, Milan Skriniar. I don't think there's many teams in Europe who wouldn't be interested in him, and Inter Milan are very pleased that they have him. I think Tottenham were once upon a time, but you know what it's like Tottenham at the moment whoever they're interested in they don't get Connor yeah well they've 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 a long shopping list of things they need to get at the moment Tottenham less said about that the better this is Augustinsson left back in through Danielsson to Victor Lindelof and Mikkel Lustig on the right hand side Sweden as much as the shadow of the stand is covering the pitch whatever bit of sun that is in the eyes of the players is in the eyes of those Swedish defenders in this first half Emil Forsberg will play it back inside his own half to Nilsson into Victor Lindelof again Lindelof who reached and was beaten in the Europa League final last month would love to get some international success with his country Sweden here at the Euros Sweden still with the ball Christopher Olsen on the halfway line back to Mikkel Lustig Lustig who's back in Sweden with Solna these days he's played forward and that's going to harmlessly run through to Martin Dubravka so the way this group will finish up Sweden will play uh, Sweden will play Poland on Wednesday and that's the same day that Slovakia will face Spain in their final group game and, and, and given that it is Spain and they'll be warmed up by then you would imagine Clinton Slovakia will think look win this game and then the Spain one doesn't matter yeah definitely I think even a point for Slovakia I think four points would be enough Connor he could even even if they finish third it's still enough to go through but you're right they'll be looking to win this game six points because they know the Spain game will be difficult maybe Spain against Sweden they didn't have their shooting boots on but the next two games Poland and Slovakia they might they might you might just see the finishing qualities of Spain it's a game in which Sigmarsson had one scuffed shot didn't really trouble Martin Dubravka. It's just that chance, Connor, the Berg one. He's he's does well and he squares it. It's brilliant centre forward playing. I remember it was on the BBC. Everyone's talking about it, and he just misses from three or four yards. And you're thinking his experience should be doing better. Absolutely, here's Larson to Christopher Olsen midway inside the Slovakia half, right hand side of the midfield. Rolls it back to Nikol Lutzig near the halfway line, and he spots that there's a bit of room over the far side for Danielson and sends it over there. Forsberg collects, and good quick feet to get away from Kutska. But the pressure from Kutska continued all the way, he doesn't give up, and he hassled Forsberg there into playing a poor rushed pass, and that returns possession to Slovakia. You can see how the pattern of the game's going, kind of Sweden are dominating possession, but Slovakia are happy to sit in and just play on the counter-attack, but they want to have a bit of possession because you don't want to defend for the whole 45 minutes because then it will be hard, it will be tired legs, tired minds. Kubicen is the ball back to Milan Skriniar, Slovakia all in white. Vladimir Shatka to his right hand side, who was once a Newcastle player, he played in their youth and reserve teams. He did make one senior appearance for Newcastle, Lubomir Shatka, it was an FA Cup game, came against Leicester six years ago now. I think he had a loan spell at York as well, Lubomir Shatka, but he's, he's kicked on in Poland. He's got his, uh, his place alongside Milan Skriniar at the heart of this Slovakia defence. Skriniar passes to his right-hand side. And, uh, nothing fancy from Shatka. Gives it back to Dubravka. Martin Dubravka, Clinton, who was a huge part of the turn of fortune for Newcastle this season. They were genuine uh, relegation troubled into the final third of the season. But his return from injury stabilised that team an awful lot and they finished well clear of trouble in the end. Yeah, he's, a, he's an outstanding goalkeeper. And obviously Darlow had done well before that, but Dubravka is Newcastle's number one. And he makes important saves. And I think when you've got him behind you, um, the defence is important because you know a goalkeeper who's very reliable and he is 
good interception there by Lindelof and he went on a dribble forward and he tried to get away from Eric Hamsik and Hamsik shows he's not just about the fancy touches he got proper tigerish tackle there I think he got more of Lindelof than the ball to be fair how is that not yeah. a foul corner <laughs> a no wonder kick. why Lindelof was moaning at the linesman he's five yards away he don't help the referee out that's what I like about Hamsik though you know he's got the mohawk and all the rest of it but he knows how to get stuck in Isak collects possession it's a great first touch he pounced forward to receive it Played by Alvin Ekdal to the right-hand side and Seb Larsson back into Ekdal. He'll attack the Slovakia penalty area. Crowded though around the D, so he's got to turn and come back through the midfield again. Victor Lindelov gets in possession once more. Sweden definitely seeing more of the ball in the early stages here. As Ekdal tries to flick it on towards Isak. Isak took his eye off it for a second. Hubachan is able to nick in and the ball goes out of play for a throw into the Swedes. It's a game that's been played at a fast pace but it is struggling for goal mouth activity at the moment. It's a bit of a midfield battle. Alvin Ekdal put under pressure by Andre Duda and forced back. Danielsson will come forward. Left-hand side, up from centre-half for Sweden. Slovakia happy to sit deep here. They're holding a line along the edge of their own penalty area. They're basically saying to Sweden, well, come on, if you're good enough, break us down. This is Forsberg. That is a good turn. He gets away from Kutska. He attacks the penalty area. He rolled a pass towards Marcus Berg, but not a good pass. And Slovakia haven't dealt with clearing it away. Larsen has picked up here on the edge of the penalty area. Isak inside him. Gives it back to Mikel Lustig. 15 yards now inside the penalty area. Much deeper now near the centre circle is Viktor Lindelov. All this Sweden possession, but they're not really troubling Slovakia so far. Let's see if they can do now. Christopher Olsen. Good first touch to take him away from... Um, Kruszowski and they still have it here Olsen on the left hand side and a stretch from Pikarik and he puts it out for a quarter that was a decent spell of pressure from the Swedes Clinton no it was in Slovakia they, they want to defend in their numbers they had all 11 players behind the ball there and then they'll try to play on the counter attack but Sweden have to keep moving and have to keep probing that football and spaces will open up and I think Forsberg's the one Connor he's the one who looks like he can turn and make something happen Forsberg will be the player to take this corner. Plays in Germany with Leipzig. Decent delivery. Lustig was close to it again. Then it nearly falls for Isak. And as Isak stretched to get the ball, he kicked into an opponent. One of the Slovakia defenders is down. And the referee will bring play to a halt. It is Martin Kuselnik who was caught by Isak there. I don't think Isak meant this. He was genuinely going for the ball. But it is a foul as he, as he kicked out. Trying to kick the ball. He kicked the opponent instead. And that is going to be a free kick to Slovakia. Yeah, it's good defending, and Isak doesn't know he's behind him, and yeah, he just it just catches him down the back of the, the leg. It is a sore one, but he doesn't know he wasn't delivering. Isak, 21 now, scored in his debut for Sweden as a 17-year-old. He was Sweden's youngest goal scorer. Player has gone on to get five further goals for the national team. Stinson comes in and makes a challenge to Nielsen hits the ground and that's going to be a free kick to Sweden nil-nil in St. Petersburg this is the first of three commentaries today on 5 Live it's all about Group D once this is over live at Hampden for Croatia against Czech Republic the other game in that group which you may or may not have heard a bit of build-up about this week England against Scotland it's an epic and it's 8 o'clock on 5 Live you can hear the entire game here, all the build-up, Mark Chapman, John Murray, Chris Waddle, Pat Nevin, all at Wembley for that game later on today. Pat will be nervous. He will be nervous, won't he? <laughs>
interesting match. I think if Scotland, Clinton, as neutral, I can say this, I think if Scotland take the lead, that could be a really good game to see. Yeah, just England out of yeah England, have to come, well, England will come out, but then Scotland have something to hold on to. So, yeah, it's an interesting game and it's an exciting game. Everyone's looking forward to it. Hampshire puts some clever footwork. Kubachan brings it up to the halfway line for Slovakia. Chance of a counter-attack. Sweden weren't messing around. And the foul on Kutska means a yellow card for Christopher Olsen. I think that one was coming, Clinton. He's had a few of those. He finally goes in the book. Connor, he got warned literally five, ten minutes ago. And he's not. He's thinking, no, I'm not listening. I think that's his style of play. Combative midfielder. He likes to make tackles. And he has to be careful now. But he saw the other day, Slovakia. Kodiak, yeah. Exactly, against Slovakia. Went down to ten men. They went on and won the game. So, for a hard-working midfield player, there is a long way in this match to go for Christopher Olsen to have to survive on a yellow card. We've only played a quarter of the match. Sweden nil, Slovakia nil. Milan Skriniar, the heart of the Slovakia defence, plays to his right-hand side. Vladimir Shatska, outside him, Peter Pieterich. The Bundesliga with Wolfsburg about a decade ago. Very experienced player of the years. Duda's touch is heavy. And that allows Augustinsson to clear away. Sweden, and this could be a chance. Emil Forsberg has taken this well in his stride, breaks into the Slovakia half. Good recovery, though, from Vrashovsky, who got back goal side very quickly and made sure that Forsberg wasn't able to advance. Christopher Olsen picks out the pass to Seb Larsson, and now Lustig from right back is going to be pressured by Robert Mack, and it's good pressing from Slovakia, and they force Sweden into their own half. You can, again. you can see, Connor, look at his shape. They've got everyone behind the ball. Everyone knows their job. They go, they make it into a back five, um, Slovakia, when they don't have the ball. So Sweden are taking too much touches on the ball. You have to keep moving it from side to side. Spaces will open up wide. When they're so compact to like um, Slovakia, keep moving it. Eventually, you will shift players and you'll get an opportunity. I think Larsen has to hug the touchline because Forsberg on the left is not going to do that. The yellow card shown to Olsen. Lustig. Kubachan, two players on the pitch who if they were to pick up a yellow today that would trigger a suspension they would be banned for the final group games to come Wednesday here is Emil Forsberg ball down the left wing this time as uh, Sweden tried to attack with Augustinsson who's up from left back that's not a bad delivery at all and Seb Larsson just couldn't get the height he was well positioned at the far post from where the cross came. He's not the tallest, Seb Larsen. That was an excellent cross, and with two defenders around him, Larsen just couldn't get that extra leap he needed. Ah, it's a great ball in from Augustine. It was a brilliant pass from Forsberg to him. Good touch. And Larsen, you probably want someone like a Berg, who's bigger than Larsen, and sent a forward to attack it, but unlucky from Larsen and good defender. Yeah, it's not been a bad opening 25 minutes from Sweden. They have certainly offered more than Slovakia. Been released from the shackles that Spain held them under in the opening group game. Here comes a throw in from Lindelof deep into the penalty area, headed away by Skriniar. And then a chance for Duda to get it down onto the deck. Slovakia wanting to launch a counter attack here, but the hard working Swedes don't allow them to do so. Strong challenge from Isak coming in on Hubachan. Slovakia hold on to possession, but they're still back around their own penalty area. The Opportunity of a counter-attack has now expired. Pikrik will bring the ball over the halfway line. Koselnik into the midfield to Marek Hamšík. Hamšík back into his own half again as Slovakia look to hold on to the ball. He's very much revered at Napoli. Hamšík, they, they hold him up there in the same conversation as Diego Maradona and the number of goals he scored for the club was up there with the Argentinian legend. 
he is the guy. Some compliment, feel. isn't it? Yeah, it is, put it him is. Up there with him. Yeah, yeah. They've got all the murals in the wall. Obviously, Maradona is yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah, no, you mean yeah. But he's up there. He is up there in the, the pantheon of great Napoli players. By the way, um, Clinton, I've always wondered why you didn't do this. Uh, Marek Hamšík, after the World Cup in 2010, I'll come back to this because Isak is attacking for Sweden. He's got Forsberg on the left-hand side. Plenty of defenders back. A back heel from Forsberg, looking for Augustinsson. An excellent covering, Kosolnik, who ran back 40 yards there to keep up with Augustinsson, holds him up, but Augustinsson's a tough character, wins the ball back, plays it into the middle, there's an attempt of a volley from Marcus Berg, it was an awkward angle, he then goes in and threatens the goalkeeper, Dubravka, Dubravka for a moment was out of his goal mouth, and Slovakia are relieved to clear the ball away, big chance for Sweden there. Yeah, it was a big chance, it looks like Berg gets his header all wrong, he does well for the second time to challenge Dubravka, but I think the first ball in from Augustine is a very good ball, and you see here, Oh, yeah, it's not his head. He tries to go with his left foot, and it's a center forward that's not full of confidence there. Because usually you just hit that on the volley. He does well with the second one um, to head it back across, and he's waiting for really he does He's waiting for his center forward or another midfield runner to be in and around the six yard box. Sweden coming closest without really firing in proper shots on target here, but at least their penalty area activity is of a higher nature than the opponent Slovakia. What I was going to ask you, Clinton, was so Marek Abshik, after the World Cup in 2010, yeah. he released his own fragrance, his own <laughs> aftershave. I knew that was coming. So <laughs> it was called Marek Napoli. It went on to be a big hit, especially in Italy. And I was thinking, well, what, if it was Marek Napoli, I'm thinking, maybe if you played for Crystal Palace, we could call it Clinton Crystal. That sounds like an aftershave. I, I think this can, This is a start here. I think you've, you're onto something here, you know. Yeah, I think Definitely. we can sit down and talk about that corner. Clinton for sure. Crystal. Let's do business. <laughs> Who would not want to go out in a Saturday That's night what I'm smelling saying. like Clinton, Clinton Morrison? Exactly. I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you've got me thinking now. <laughs> Five line for the BBC. St. Petersburg on a blistering hot Friday afternoon. Nil-nil so far between Sweden and Slovakia. Two teams who, if this was to finish in a draw, would still be in with a chance of progressing going into the final game of the group. But you would imagine both of them will feel that this is the one they can go and win. Shatka passes to Pikrik on the right-hand side. Ball over the halfway line is a better one that time. Picking out Kutska. Kutsko seems to be released to play a little bit more further forward than he did against Poland. So, Kubicen is up from left back here. Decent ball into the penalty area to Duda. Back to goal. He's been ushered out of the box on the left-hand side. Now he needs some support. Robert Mack provides it first. Now in field to Hamsig. Decent ball towards the far post. And it's been cut back. And Kuzka plays it in. And good defending from Danielson. That was dangerous. But he just stood up firm. He let the ball bounce off him. And Sweden are able to get it away. For now, anyway. But here comes Hirovsky. Decent ball back into the penalty area. Duda dangerously back across the box. And it was lashed at Victor Lindelof on the edge of the six-yard box. All he could do was propel it high up into the air. They haven't got it away yet, Sweden. As Pikarik tries to play in another cross. And this time, Alvin Ekdal is back there and able to clear it away. That's the best passage we've seen from Slovakia in the game. And when they go forward, they look really good. Hamšík again making things happen. I tell you, he's been quiet. He was good the other day. It's Mac. You want to see more of him, Connor, but Hamšík, good ball to Pekarik. And Kuka, hey, you're thinking, put your foot through it. I know what he's trying to do, put it back across, but from that angle, you never know, it might get a deflection. His body shape maybe doesn't allow him to drive it back across, but it was an easy cross and it was well dealt with. But they are causing problems now, Slovakia, and they will have a spell, Connor. Even though Sweden are dominating, uh, Slovakia will always have a spell, and can they be clinical enough?
Absolutely. I'm trying to think of other summarizers in Five Live and what their aftershades would be. Then always about that. I'll tell you in a minute. As the free kick is played into the penalty area, Kutska tries to hook it, but it comes off his shin pad. He was stretching. It was wide of the target. It was heading out for a goal kick, and he stretched to try and hook it back in, but it came off the outside of his leg, and that is going to be goal kick to Sweden I'm thinking Dion Dominic you know Dion Villa or something Dion Villa Go is on, a good give us what you think no I don't I, one I always laugh at is Deno I always do the commentary with him at games and he's always saying oh Clan, you smell good he, and he says it all the time you know what he's doing Connor? he's dropping hints for me to say there you go there's the aftershave I'm using you can have it so we need to think of one for him because he definitely needs I, one look I love Deno I don't think anyone wants to smell like Deno I'm going to be very <laughs> honest with you I'm trying to I'm trying to get him to smell a bit good <laughs> And I love him to bits as well. <laughs> I reckon Magic Chrissy Waddle could have a Marseille aftershave. Oh, yeah, he that could. would sell, by the that way. That would sell. You want to smell that Mediterranean fresh. Even I would buy that for sure, Connor. <laughs> nil nil between Sweden and Slovakia. Pat Nevin. Pat, Pat Goodison. Pat, Pat Chelsea. Yeah, that's a good one. You're the indie flavor. Yep. Dubravka clears the ball away. Not a great clearance. Lustical pounce upon it for Sweden. Accurate header into the feet of. Isak, who's trying to shrug off the attentions of Hubachan. He's supported here by Forsberg and clever passing has worked some room on the right-hand side for Larsen. Gets his head down, delivers in the cross. Well dealt with, though. I think it was Shatka at the front post who headed it away. They haven't fully cleared. And this is Ekdal on the edge of the penalty area. Sweden trying to get the ball into the box towards the striker, Marcus Berg. But so far, he's been well-marshaled by Skriniar and Shatka. Sweden hold on to possession. We have played over half an hour now in St. Petersburg. Lindelof at the back for Sweden will try to come forward oh he's played a poor pass straight at Kruszowski Slovakia regained possession and then as Larsen tries to win it back again he commits a foul free kick to Slovakia inside their own half they're dominating Sweden but they don't look like they're creating any clear-cut chances Connor. I think that's the biggest problem and I look at their bench and they've got a lot of attacking options so I don't think the manager will leave it that long maybe get to the 60 minute mark and try to look at changes because I still feel this is a game Sweden need to win because Poland's not going to be an easy game Poland probably need that game they need to win that game against Sweden to try and get through anyway comes on the attack for Slovakia plays it on to Robert Mack back in through the centre of the midfield as Shovsky sits out Pikarik on the right hand side Slovakia playing from right to left as we look down, half capacity in this stadium in St. Petersburg, which can hold 68,000. The has done well here against Krasilnik. Not only does he win the ball, but he's able to swivel and clear it away. And eventually it does get out of play, but back near the halfway line. And that has relieved the pressure for Sweden. Well, I'll say one thing, you know, we, we've seen them now for over 120 minutes at this tournament, Sweden. They do not allow opponents to score I mean you know no. I know they rolled their luck against Spain but Slovakia have not really threatened in that regard no they defend well to be fair they defend really well Sweden everyone knows their job and they do a really good job but I've been impressed with Slovakia a lot of people probably thinking them coming to the tournament it'd be easy but they've done ever so well so far Connor, and they could get out of this group which would be a great achievement Jack Murray's aftershave would smell of Northumberland mist and snow and he would have a wonderful I can imagine his voice on the ad actually that would be his voice will sell it, won't he? Yeah, take that, Calvin Klein. Here comes Hapšić for Slovakia. Oh, he's a lucky there. He played the ball slightly behind Robert Mack. Duda's going to pick it up anyway for Slovakia, and they've committed a few forward here. Here's a chance. Hapšić looks up. Pikrik arriving from right back. He picks him out just on the edge of the penalty area, right-hand side. But he doesn't have the ambition to play it into the box. He looks for the safe pass, and he turns and gives it back. 
in the midfield to Rolski. Pikrik again on the right-hand side. They need to get it into the penalty area here. It takes a deflection. Hapsik tries to bounce on the edge of the six-yard box. He was always scrambling for it, and he just can't divert his shot on target. It's going to be a goal kick to Sweden. Better, though, from Slovakia. Much better, but you know what he tries to do here, Hapsik? He gets his body in front. I don't think he can swivel because the defender's too tight. But he tries to take a touch. He's probably better off just staying on the ball in that penalty area because defenders can't touch you, but... I can definitely see what he's trying to do and they need to get him on the ball further up the pitch because he looks the most likely at this precise moment. Stat from Opta, Sweden in the first 25 minutes of this match today completed more passes than they did in the entirety of the game against Spain, which I think if anyone saw that game that would not be hugely surprising but it does sum up the, the different strategy that they have had to adopt here. They have Berg and Isak as winning runners up front but that, that little bit of quality, Clinton, just that, that giving them a chance, everything they've had to really stretch for that's come towards them, if they can be given a clean opportunity you would actually back either of those to stick one away. Yeah, definitely. It's just the creative work they're missing out. and that's what I'm saying, even at his age now they are missing a player like I know we can't keep going back to him, but Ibrahimovic, I know he was injured and he would have probably have made this squad, but he has that X factor about him, Connor, and I feel that's what they're missing at the moment. I do think Forsberg is the one, but they need to get him on the ball a lot more to create chances for Isaac and Berg. And for some of our listeners who might be uh, aware of the situation with Slatan, he announced earlier on this year he's coming back, he wants to go to the Euros, and he made himself available, but then he picked up an injury in March, and that's why Slatan has not been involved in the, the Swedish squad. Here comes Slovakia on the attack. Ball played across the edge of the penalty area to Robert Mack on the left-hand side. He's got good close-touch control. He did brilliantly in the, the build-up to the opening Slovakia goal against uh, Poland. Support at the moment arrives from Hubachan. He's less favoured right boot tries to deliver it into the penalty area and it's going to break down here and there's a chance of a counter-attack away for Sweden but excellent work really good for Shopsky closing down the attempted clearance and pinning Sweden in Mack this tricky left winger tries the little nutmeg on Lustig Lustig's seen it all before and he blocks it out for a corner corner to Slovakia on the left hand side yeah Mack's touch where the ball coming out of the air was superb and you were just thinking he had that position the other day against Poland and managed to beat two but it was good defending from Lustig there one player in the Swedish squad who's publicly said he's happy that Zlatan is not involved is Albert Ekdal. He said that the other players can flourish without the Zlatan circus, which uh, which was an interesting Wow, so you didn't really get on with him then, basically. Because <laughs> that's a strange dis- thing to say. Absolutely. Hampshik's quarter for Slovakia. Played towards the back post. It might still be alive here, headed down by Shatka. Kutska tries a volley off his left boot. He's getting on the end of so many chances today. Kutska, Juraj Kutska of Parma, but too many bodies in the penalty area, and it's blocked away, and Slovakia find themselves back deep inside their own half once again. Yeah, they're growing into this game, Slovakia, slowly but surely, and I think Sweden need to be wary of that because they are a threat, as I've said many times, going forward and from set pieces, and Sweden have just come off the boil a bit in the last 10 minutes and Slovakia are growing into this game. Absolutely, Sweden have had a very good patch, but they've not scored in it. And now, Slovakia are hoping that this is their time to shine. Duda, with the bleached blonde hair, sends it to the left side again. I think they need to get Robert Mack on the ball a bit more. He's looked dangerous every time he's got it. Short winger with the red boots, loves a nutmeg, just pulled off another one there to pick out Duda on the edge of the D. And then too many Swedish defenders and they're able to clear it away. And once again, Slovakia are sent back inside their own half. That was just cheeky, weren't it, Connor? Just passed it through his legs from about five yards. <laughs> It's the worst thing when you know it's coming, but you can't shut your legs. It's good from Robert Mack, who plays his club football in Hungary. He does love to cut in off that left wing and then shoot with his right boot. Robert Mack, 
He was at Manchester City as a kid. He was on their books. He actually won the FA Youth Cup with Manchester City back in 2008. There was plenty of familiar names in that Manchester City youth team. Kieran Trippier, Dedrick Boyata, uh, Ben Mee, now at Burnley, was the captain. And Max fellow Slovak Vladimir Weiss was in that Manchester City youth team. So, so many of them. And that was before the really big money came in. But so many of them went on to really good careers. Yeah, that's a good youth team, to be fair. <laughs> many teams didn't like playing them. They had six or seven very good players. Duda, right wing position for Slovakia. Mentioned how almost him and Hamšík have both got free roles. They don't operate with an out-and-out -out striker to Slovakia. Hamšík here playing a nice ball to the right-hand side. Kasilnik's low cross to it. Oh, Duda went for the fancy flick. I think he'd a bit more time than he realised there that the cross was slightly behind him, Clinton. What's your reading of that? Yeah, he tries to do a flick because it's behind him, but stay on the ball in the box. Just take a touch. And to be fair, Max too far out on the left-hand side. He needs to be getting in at that back post. And that is where I think... It's going wrong for Slovakia in its first half. Good balls into the box, but not enough bodies to trouble the Sweden defence. I wanted to tell you a story about Marcus Berg. Sweden nil, Slovakia nil. So Marcus Berg, uh, three years ago when Sweden went to Russia for the World Cup, he was involved with a, a competition with a sponsor, where obviously he knew he was going to be away for ages. The prize of the competition was that you could live in his apartment in Gothenburg for the duration of the tournament. So that was the that was the prize that was an offer so off he went uh, a 28 year old called Jesper Bergfist won the competition so he showed up at Marcus Berg's apartment and you like this Clinton Marcus Berg had left out a list of chores he had to water the flowers he had to clean the windows no way. <laughs> he thought he was getting there in a luxury and he had to go and do all the housework <laughs> but then he did he did also leave a fully stocked fridge and he left him a brand new Sweden kid as well oh, so it was a, I, I like yeah, that from that's Marcus story, yeah. I, I imagine you're not having anyone stay in your gaff when you're away Clinton no that's not chance happening. that's not happening he, he's brave Marcus Berg is but he, and he, he, <laughs> no, he definitely brave but fair play to him but nah I think I'll leave that one yeah. <laughs> This is five live for the BBC. Sweden nil, Slovakia nil. Half time now approaching with a further build up to England against Scotland with them in the studio over the break. We've also got Croatia against Czech Republic, which of course is a game that could be very important here, particularly from a Scotland point of view. The outcome of that could affect how things are for them going into the, the last game. And the, the bright sunshine in St. Petersburg still awaiting the opening goal of this encounter in Group E. That Skriniar has possession of the back. Passes to his right-hand side to Lubomir Shatka. Now they'll come over the halfway line on the right. Pikrik. Sweden at the moment have just dropped off. They've had a lot of high pressing in the game, but they've dropped off to allow Slovakia have the ball around the halfway line. Hamarek Hamšík has dropped in. His socks ever dropping down his calves. Stylish mover is Duda now. Plays it forward. Out to the right-hand side. And Pikrik once again. Slovakia all in white. Get it back to Hampshire. Looks up, knows exactly where everyone is. Spins out a pass to Hubachan on the left-hand side. Kutska gets involved. Rolls it low to the feet of Mack, who's just outside the penalty area that Slovakia are attacking on the left-hand side. Pulls it onto his right boot. Has a look up. They are lacking that, that focal point of a, of a traditional centre-forward Slovakia in these positions. But let's see what Hubachan could do here. That's a nice cutback. Gets away from Larsson. Tries to clip in across. And it's headed away. I think it was Lindelof at the front post. Good defending from Sweden. But definitely, it's a different Slovakia team now they're playing with much better intent yeah they have and I, I said they'd have a spell in this game and this is their spell at, right before half time they're causing problems for Sweden and Sweden look tired at the moment like they put a lot of effort into the first half so far it is a hot day but as you, you, you hit the nail right on the head Connor 
Slovakia are missing that out-and-out -out goal scorer. The target man who stays in the box and wants to score goals. Dude is not that player. He wants to come out of the box. Oh, hang on. Mistake of the back. A chance for Duda. Lays it to Hamstring. First time shot. He wasn't settled over it. And he's put it too high. And he's not happy. Do you know why he's not happy? Because look at the set from Duda. He's trying to come on to this first time. He hits it too hard. Obviously, Max moaning, moaning at him for um, not passing. He's not going to pass to Mac there, but it's the set from Duda. So he can come on to it. To me, yeah, he's yeah. He, he, he put too much pace on it, and he can't sort his feet out quick enough. That was danger. It was commentating the Belgium uh, game yesterday against Denmark, and a mistake at the back uh, gave a, a goal early in that match to the Danes. And that was sort of similar, where Sweden didn't deal with a, 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 a clearance properly. As you've illustrated, Clinton, if Duda had just rolled that one step in front of Hamsik, let him let him drive onto it, yeah. rather than have to put the brakes on and shoot at the same time, which is such a difficult thing to do, that is a bit of a let-off for the Swedes there. It is. You never see Hamsik really lose his call, but he had a big go out. Not really Duda, Matt, because Matt's complaining that he should pass to him, but he's 20 yards out. He's got to have a shot there, for sure, yeah, Hamsik. There. Absolutely. Duda involved again. Slovakia controlling the play at the moment. Skriniar's long searching pass is perfectly judged and lands on the instep of Pikarik inside the touchline on the far side. He'll now weave infield and pass it out to the exciting Robert Mack of the left-hand side. A chance to run at the defence. They're doubling up at him. No surprise there. Lustig and Larson and even Christopher Olsen coming out three on one. That might free up some space for someone else. Hubachan up from left-back, has a look, tries the little cutback pass to Hamstring. Nice movement, delivers in a very dangerous ball. And once again, they're missing the centre-forward in there. There's no one to pounce on what was a very good cross from Marek Hamstring. Sweden are having a bad spell. They can't hold on to the ball. They give it up again. Nil-nil on five live. Duda with a blonde hair. Left edge of the penalty area. Two defenders standing up inside it. He'll give the ball back in field to Juraj Kutska. Chance to look up. 15 yards outside the box. Soft pass. Too soft to Pickering and Forsberg is able to dip in and make the interception and then good work from Slovakia and they win it back once again. Yeah, it's brilliant from Slovakia. The last five or ten minutes they've been the better team but Duda has to do more. For how good he was the other day, I think this afternoon so far he's been poor. He's not in the box. Hamšík again goes down to the byline, left foot. There's not one person in the box. How are you going to score a goal if you don't get people into the box? So it's been a struggle for Slovakia but the last ten minutes... They certainly are dominating this game. Andre Duda, who played 10 games for Norwich, he didn't score in any of those matches. I think he sees himself as more of a number 10, but, but then having he should, to operate as the false nine. That's the problem. If he's a number 10, Hamshik's the number 10 here, so then you, you have to go and sit on the bench unless you want to play that number nine. To stay in this team, you have to be the out-and-out -out striker because he's not as good as Hamshik. Here is Hamshik, whose influence is growing in the game all the time. We're about to find out. I was going to say what's going to be added on, but there won't be anything added on. We're done and dusted for the first half. There is the whistle for the break. No goals yet in St. Petersburg. It is a... A match in which the momentum has shifted, Sweden dominated the early stages, but no doubt, Linda Morrison, that Slovakia looking for a win here today that would guarantee their route through to the knockout stages. They were the stronger in the closing stages of that half. Spot on, Con. I think in the first half an hour, I think Sweden were outstanding and they were pushing and pushing. They didn't create any clear-cut chances, but they had half chances, but Slovakia defended well. And in the last 10 minutes, I think Slovakia have been the better team, and they're the ones who do create chances, but they just don't have enough bodies in the box to cause Sweden problems. So, so far, obviously, nil-nil, but expecting goals in the second half, surely.
the first meeting at a major tournament between Sweden and Slovakia after 45 minutes of play. It is tied 0-0 so far. Three of their previous five meetings have been drawn between these two teams. Slovakia, after their win in their opener, know that they will get into the round of 16 if they can get a win in St. Petersburg today. Uh, even a draw actually would probably be enough for them, not officially, but four points is going to see them get through uh, in all likelihood. Let's bring in uh, Kevin Kilban. Kevin, we talked before the game about Sweden and whether or not they would be a little more um, attack-minded than they were against Spain in the opening game. Here's the good news. They've already completed more passes today than they did in the whole of that opening game against Spain. So there's the positive for you. Uh, Peter Drury said this is a game stuck on its start line, which is a very polite way of <laughs> describing the first 45 minutes, Kev, there. Oh, uh, honestly, I... I've watched quite a lot of Sweden actually over the last few years and, and every single time I watch them I always think I can't get this time back, I want that, I want that 19 <laughs> minutes back in my life and that's the way I feel like when I'm watching Sweden. Uh, stuck on the start line is apt, it's a, it's a perfect analogy of that game because the way that Sweden play, you asked, you're asking the question at the start of the game though, Luke, do we expect to see Sweden play differently? They've got a very good striker in Alexander Isak, they've got Emil Forsberg from Leipzig out wide quality footballers, Ekdal in midfield, very, very good footballers. But this is right in their territory with Slovakia in comfortable possession. No desire to go and put any pressure on the ball, no desire to get out, force errors. They're just quite content to sit deep, to drop off. And in all honesty, I think they showed more attacking threat in that Spain game because they felt as though they could, could have got out with, um, with, with Izak and that was the way that they were getting out. Now, today, they showed no attacking threat and... If they play like this, obviously in the last two games, I think they're going to be going home because I can't see them beating Poland playing like this, Steve. That is an awful performance given the calibre of players that, I, that Sweden do have. Yeah, to say it politely, it's, it's passive, isn't it? And then if you want to be a bit harsh on it, you say it's, it's absolutely boring. It really is. It's just 10, 11 men behind the ball. There's one moment in that clip you showed there, Kev, there was actually eight people in the box I counted. This is a clip that I've picked up and you see their shape. They're in the they're 4-4-2, everyone behind the ball, trying to make it difficult for Slovakia, dropping really deep. But Slovakia do a nice job here, and credit to them, with the three points, you think they might be the defensive ones, but they're trying to take this game to uh, Sweden and try and get some joy. Look how the space opens up as they play into that pocket, as I showed there, where they found you know some space off the front. It opens up on the left-hand side, two options there. I think he maybe should have went wide, but he finds a little slip pass through. Then all of a sudden you've got the numbers, you see all the yellow shirts in the box trying to defend so deep, no uh, emphasis on squeezing that lineup. but again another little overload in the back post there where uh, Augustinson's overloaded, he's got two players and a tame finish which was disappointing in the end of what was quite a good move from Slovakia but you know I'm with you, it's, it's really difficult to watch this Sweden performance, they've got good players, there was one where Forsberg picked it up and he had space, you know, too much space and no support. And he ends up losing the ball after a few seconds when you think a player of his quality, you want to get him in higher areas to try and express himself and, and, and do some creative things. And Kev, we've talked a lot about from that first game and then into today about the talent that Sweden do actually have there. Of course, at one point it was thought Zlatan Ibrahimovic would be part of this squad. But they do have the youngster, 21-year-old Real Sociedad man, Alexander Isak. How can they get him more involved here? Well, he, he is an absolute threat. You can see he continuously make runs of this type off the shoulder of defenders, trying to get himself in dangerous positions. That was a bit of link-up play with uh, with Forsberg early on in the game. 
And I spoke about maybe the chances that he does get, drops off defenders, turns, runs at defenders, passes wide, runs into the penalty area. This is what he's got to his game. He's a quality striker, but I just I feel the way that Sweden are playing and the way that Jani Andersson, the coach, has set them up, there's no real desire to get him into the game. So I'd look at them here now, Sweden, and I look for, for something very, very different if they're going to win this game in the second half. OK, we'll get you back to St. Petersburg for the second half action. It's the opening game of a triple header today at UEFA Euro 2020. And at the halfway mark in Russia, it is nil-nil between Sweden and Slovakia. in the day, a doubleheader from Group D at Hamden Park in Glasgow. It is Croatia against the Czech Republic. The Czech Republic looking to qualify for the round of 16. And then we take you to Wembley for the final game of the day. It's England against Scotland. Here are Gareth Southgate and Steve Clark on their team talks ahead of today's big rivalry match. I certainly haven't felt the need to build that up with the players. I, I want them to approach it like any other game of football and, and focus on playing well and um, I, I don't think we need to um, emphasise the other part too much. It's a game that the players all want to play in. What we have to do is make sure that we're prepared properly for it. In terms of team talk, the team talk really is, is to go through the, the tactical side of the game, the organisational side of the game. The actual, actual nuts and bolts are getting Getting the players up for the match is, is, is going to be really easy because we know it's a big game. We know we need to get something from the game and that's what we aim to do. Stay with us for second half action from St. Petersburg. It's a group E game. Sweden and Slovakia tied 0-0 after 45. The second half on the way. Right, we'll leave it there. Shelley Kerr, thank you very much. Enjoy later on. Uh, great to have Shelley Kerr here with us. Uh, but for now, we'll take you back to St. Petersburg. They've just kicked off once more. It's the first commentary of the day. Sweden against Slovakia. I'll hand you back to our team. Clinton Morrison alongside Conor McNamara. Thanks very much. Emma back underway in St. Petersburg, still waiting for the opening goal of this game in Group E. Clinton, this better not be a stinker. This better not be a nil-nil. We want goals in this we second half. Do you think we'll get them? I hope we get them. I'm optimistic. You know I'm always anyway optimistic, brother. So let's hope for more goals. No, let's hope for a goal. So one goal will be good. Just one goal. Let's not be greedy. Let's get one and see how we stand there. Sweden nil, Slovakia nil. No changes in personnel over half time. Sweden wearing yellow. Old Forsberg picks up Isak. Good shot. Good block. Excellent defending to put it out for a corner. That's a good start to the second half. That suggests we might have something to commentate on here. Isak shot on target. Skriniar sliding across, putting it out for the corner. It's great defending. Good touch from Forsberg. He's a, he just looks like he don't get catch it cleanly enough, but good defending from Skriniar. Already the second half is better than the first one. Yes. Right. <laughs> corner the right-hand side. Isak waiting inside the penalty area. Marcus Berg 
an obvious target standing inside the six-yard box as the cross comes in from Larson. Berg tries to flick it onto the front post. Forsberg from the edge of the penalty area hits it. Now he's appealing it, clipped a defender on the way through. The referee says no, and that goes out wide. We're going to see a replay here. Yeah. Oh, I think it did. That he just should clipped have been a his corner. head. Should have shaved his head. But yeah, just clipped the top of his head. But yeah, it's a good start from Sweden, though, Connor. Very good start. I think that chance of he's at. He's like, it's a big opportunity because Forsberg is a good touch. I think he doesn't, if he tries to beat the, uh, the, the back on his near post, I don't think he gives screen, screen yard the opportunity to block, but it's still good defending. Slovakia who started this game top of Group E after beating Poland in their opening game. If they can win this match, they will be qualified for the last 16. Sweden under a little bit more pressure, but that said, I think before the tournament, if you told them they could draw with Spain going into that second game, Boy, they would have taken that. These these second and third matches in the group are the important ones for Sweden. That's why there is uh, a lot of tension around this particular game in, in very warm temperatures in St. Petersburg. Larsen and Hubachan, two experienced players, challenging for the ball together there. Neither of them got a touch. Both claims they were fouled. The referee isn't interested in either of those appeals and says it's not a free kick, it's a throw-in, which Mikel Lustig has just taken for Sweden. Held to play a 1-2. Larsen, Larsen tries to cross, and it goes out for a corner. Strong start this to the second period for Sweden. Just how they started the first half, corner, but a bit more on the front foot, creating chances and getting into wide areas, and Larsen in particular on the right-hand side, trying to get balls into the box. Larsen, who plays in China with the Dallin club, he was signed by Rafa Benitez for them. He's uh, up in the penalty area. Isak, who is this young kid, but he's a tall frame as well. He's a target. Seb Larsen, can he produce a decent delivery from the right-hand side? Raises his left hand as a signal. Sends it in. Good delivery. Kutska with an important header for Slovakia will force it out of the penalty area. Forsberg collects for Sweden. They hold on to possession inside their opponent's half. However, they turn, they retreat. Vestinsen goes all the way back to Robin Olsen. The whole pitch to himself away to the right-hand side. So a reminder of the teams, Robert Olsen in goal for Sweden, flat back for Mikkel Lustig once of Celtic, Victor Lindelof of Manchester United, Marcus De Nielsen, Ludwig Augustinsen, then in midfield right to left, Seb Larsson, Christopher Olsen who was booked in that first half, Olven Ekdal and Emil Forsberg, and then up front the two of Marcus Berg and Alexander Isak, here comes Slovakia on the attack with Robert Mack, left hand side, scoops in across which I thought took a deflection, and it came off the arm of Larsen, but it was in by his side. It's going to be a corner. Corner to Slovakia on the left hand side. It's been a much better start for both teams in the second half corner. So both coaches must have said first half wasn't good enough. Let's try and get this all important first goal in this game. Just saw the replay, it wasn't the arm of Larsen, it was the foot of Lustig, which he raised up at an awkward angle. Let's put the ball out for this corner. Mack will take it in swinging delivery. Danielson gets a touch on it. Kutska will keep things alive on the attack for Slovakia. Back to Pikarik. Infield to Duda. Just outside the penalty. Great first touch. He's found a bit of space. He shoots and it's just too high. Lovely dancing feet from Andre Duda. But he just couldn't keep the shot down. Yeah, it was good play from Duda. He goes past Berg like he's not there and moves it in. And you, you're thinking he's always stretching. He's leaning back there. It's a good opportunity there to work the goalkeeper. But... Yeah, good play again from Slovakia. Chances at both ends in these opening minutes of the second half. There was only one shot on target in the entire first half, and even that was a little dribbler from Seb Larsson that wasn't troubling the keeper. How can they count that as a shot? It was a back pass, wasn't it? 
It's one of these, you know, technically, if it's hit by someone and it, it is going towards the goal, it counts as an attempt to goal, yeah. but frankly, <laughs> no chance. Isak wins a flick on for Sweden. Satka, though, for Slovakia, is able to clear it away. Forsberg goes to Brown. To be fair to him, doesn't make a big song and dance about it. Bounces back up to his feet and runs in to put pressure on Pikri. That's brilliant work rate from Forsberg. That's what Sweden need to see a little bit more of. Yeah, I think you... He set the, um, the pattern and the tone. You start working hard, it has a knock-on effect for everyone and it gets the fans going because it seems like there's a lot of Sweden fans in the stadium as well. Before that draw against Spain, Sweden had won their previous five games in a row between the, the World Cup qualifiers in March, the warm-up games for this tournament. They're a difficult team to score against and they are yet to concede so far in Euro 2020. Five minutes into the second half, Sweden nil. Slovakia now throw in for the Swedes with Lustig on the right hand side close to the halfway line throw it short receive the ball back again from Seb Larsson Larsson then turns and rolls it all the way back to the goalkeeper Robert Olsen where Olsen will be playing next season Everton of course have had much transition of their own over the, the summer his loan deal has expired with Roma he'd be happy being second fiddle to Pickford anyway for much longer here comes Augustinsson, crosses from the left-hand side into the penalty area, but Slovakia are able to clear the ball away. Lubomir Shatka with good clearance to get it out for a throw-in near the halfway line. It's good play again, though, from Sweden. They have come out. Augustin, the left-back, puts a good ball into the box, but it just seems every time the ball comes in the box, it's a Slovakia defender that always gets there first, but very good play again from Izak again, starting that win. This is Slovakia's second European Championship appearance. Debut as an independent nation in 2016. They have defending to do here. Forsberg into Isak. Oh, he wasn't able to get onto it. It was a ball that seemed to be dangling tantalizingly in front of him, but he couldn't force his way on. He had to run out to the wing in order to allow the ball past his body and, and keep control of it. I wonder, did Isak anticipate that, Clinton, as well as he might have done? Yeah, I think he tried to let the ball run across him, and I just think it had too much pace. I thought he was just going to come on and volley it. It was a good ball from Forsberg. But they're the two most likely for Sweden, Forsberg and Isak. They're the ones in the second half that have started really well. Yeah, we finished the first half, the better, but now under pressure. Nil-nil, it remains. Just saying there about how as, a, as an independent nation they, they went to Euro 2016. Of course, in the past, Slovakia have got a very proud Euros history. They were part of the old Czechoslovakia who won uh, the Euros in 1976. Slovakia were very well represented in that team too. Of the 11 players that started the final for Czechoslovakia in 76, three of them were Czechs and eight of them were from Slovakia. So though they are referred to come as a new name in the, the international football scene actually they are from very good stock here is Roshovsky playing an accurate ball over to Tos Hubachan on the left hand side Hubachan who well over a year ago now announced his international retirement and they gave him the big send-off and the frame jerseys on the pitch and the whole lot and then the new manager came in and said do you want to come back playing again and uh, and he's been brought in from the so will they do that again when he retires again? There's more comebacks than Frank Sinatra. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jan Andersson, the Swedish coach, takes a swig from a bottle of water. Looks like a looks like a friendly school teacher, does Jan Andersson. You wouldn't be intimidated going into him for the parent-teacher meeting as the yeah, header away like from Marcus Danielsen. Slovakia going on to possession inside their own half. Peter... Pickerick. Plenty of experience in the Bundesliga. He has had to be very
very disciplined in his performance today against Emil Forsberg, who's been as lively as any of the Swedish players in this game so far. Still nil-nil. Again, crying out for the opening goal. I'm sure we are going to have plenty of goals later on today. Croatia against Czech Republic. Every time she gets it in his own half, the crowd will be, shoot! shoot. <laughs> and England against Scotland later on at 8 o'clock and we'll have all the build-up to Conor, you were saying about Sweden play, plays for the Avengers. Is he, is he exciting then? Him? Really oh yeah, Kulusevski. Yeah. So they, they spent, when he was still a teenager, they spent 35 million euro to sign him. He broke into the team at Juve this season. He played 47 games. So 21, or he was 20 through the season. He's just turned 21. So to play 47 games at 20 run for Juventus, Juventus you know must, he's good. He must have some good pedigree. Scored and assisted in the Coppa Italia final. And that's why it's a surprise. Why isn't he in this that's team? That's what I'm trying to say. Obviously, you just said he's come back from obviously COVID. But surely you're going to want to see him on his pitch this afternoon with the way the game's going for sure. Yeah. Justin, I think he, the, the reason that he was missing out it was the COVID contact issue. It wasn't that he oh, himself yeah, it was, he the was contact in the thing. Issue. He could wait oh, to have okay. a test. Well, then He's what? He should be test. playing there, that's, that, that, right. that's, that's the point, yeah. you know. Uh, Matthias Svanberg is not named amongst the substitutes today, and he was another who was waiting on results of a COVID test. So maybe his results haven't come back the way he wanted. I mean, we don't know that they can only name 23 of the 26 anyway. Kulusevski, who surely we have to see at some stage, missed the game against Spain, he'll be itching to get up. Isak gives it to Forsberg, just on the edge of the penalty area, and he just ran out of room. Decent build-up, but no finish in the end of it for Sweden. You can see it's them two. If Sweden are most likely to, it's Isak, Isak and Forsberg. They're the two that are making things happen, so they're the two that Sweden are trying to look for to play that intricate chain passes on the edge of the box, and they look really lively in the second half so far. It's Forsberg. Bright yellow Swedish shirts and always great colour at any big tournament that the Swedes go to. You can spot their fans a million miles away. Them and the Dutch, you're never in any doubt. It's never like, I wonder what team they're supporting. Instantly, you know. As the ball is played back to Robin Olsen. 31 in January today, his 46th cap for Sweden. Clearance above the halfway line is won by the head of Nina Skriniar. Isak challenges Hubachan. Hubachan holds him off, plays it up over the halfway line. Controlled by Robert Knight. Great movement to take the ball and spin forward. And Lustig was struggling there and he trips Robert Mack. And it's a free kick to Slovakia midway inside Swedish territory. Still nil-nil. Yeah, good turn from Mack. And we haven't seen as much of Mack as we saw it the other day, but he's still got he still looks lively on that left-hand side. And he can kill Lustig a lot of problems. So if I'm if I'm Slovakia, I'm just getting in the ball to Mack. Say, don't take him on. The name we associate with Slovakia football is not in this squad. Is the former Liverpool player Martin Skirtel. He was another who came out of international retirement for the playoffs in November, but he hasn't made the 26-man squad for this tournament. Free kick to Slovakia. Marek Hamšík, their talisman, stands over it. Can he provide some good delivery? Skriniar's up three goals in his last four international games. Kutska's header. Brilliant save by Robert Olsen. That's the save of the match so far. Jura Kutska, who has had some really good chances. I don't know if it would have counted, Clinton. Was he offside anyway? Yeah, he was offside. He just but the keeper early. didn't know that. What a save. Ah, it's a great save. A great ball in from Hampshire. A great header. But what a save that is from Olsen. Again, and it's not that he saves it. He parries it over the bar as well. Kind of strong hand. But yeah, Kutska just went a bit early. But they are a threat from set pieces, Slovakia. Just a little reminder for Sweden of the threat that Slovakia can pose. Nil-nil it remains. It has been a better second half. I mean, I'm not for any moment suggesting this is a thriller, but compared to a 
a dull opening 45 minutes at least we've got a lot more goal mouth action it could only get better though couldn't it? it couldn't get any worse <laughs> the tournament throws one up Clinton I hope this isn't going to be the one I remember three years ago in Russia was up the deal Dublin did in France against Denmark which ultimately proved to be the only nil-nil draw of the entire tournament we nearly fell asleep by the end it was dreadful <laughs> This at least is the promise of goals. Let's stick on to Isak, just outside the penalty area. Chance to cross on the right-hand side. Seb Larsson delivers it in. Good header, Augustinsson. Saved by Dubravka. Two good headers at either end. Two very good saves at either end. In a game that's just beginning to simmer now. Oh, it's a great save from Dubravka. Unbelievable save. Augustine does everything well. And Dubravka's going the other way. I still know it's in the middle of the goal, but to get his reflex and to tip it over the bar, it's a fantastic save. But this game has livened up for sure, Connor. Absolutely. Dubravka's coming back across the goal. Augustine tries to put it back into the side that the keeper is coming from. And even though it is a central header and he didn't quite tuck it in the corner, and that still needed... A very good reaction save from Martin Dubravka. So the goalkeeper's playing their part here. Keeping this game nil-nil for now. It's a corner to Sweden. From the right-hand side, Seb Larsson out in the sunshine. Prepares to take it. A lot of Swedish fans behind that goal. They're attacking in the second half. Here it comes. High delivery. Isak jumps, wins the header. And Dan Nielsen puts it wide. He's only three yards out. He's got to score there. What a chance for Sweden. Oh, it's a great opportunity. Isaac does ever so well. Knocks it. And he's, what is he, six yards out to Nielsen. And he, get, he, he hits the top of his head. Instead of heading it down, he heads it over the bar. It's a great opportunity. That's two golden opportunities now Sweden have created in the last couple of minutes. Defender's header for Marcus de Nielsen. I'm glad you said it. I was thinking <laughs> it, Connor. <laughs> he's got a decent enough record. He, he's only got ten caps before today to Nielsen. He's got three international goals. So... That's not bad going from centre-half. However, he couldn't keep that one down with the goal at his mercy. Hamšík for Slovakia. Can they get it down the other end? Good work by Alban Ekdal to win it back for Sweden in the midfield. He's got Lustig back behind him. Mikael Lustig, who will be 35 next birthday. Looks like he takes care of himself. Still looks very fit. The former Celtic right-back. He's been playing in Belgium in recent years, but he's, in, he's back in Sweden these days. Today he's 92nd international cap and he's on the ball again at the moment rolling it into Viktor Lindelov Lindelov will come over the halfway line as Slovakia retreat and he drops his shoulder Lindelov and he comes forward again and he's got Forsberg who wasn't quite ready to receive the pass but gets it back a second time Isak chance to shoot takes a deflection and Dubravka's relieved to see it wide to the post Isak's warming up into the game now too it's a corner to Sweden yeah it was a good block from um, defending from screen yeah, it was Skriniar, deflects it wide because it was going on target Defending by Skriniar getting his body in the way, it's a long way out from Isak, it would need it to be struck perfectly, he wasn't struck badly at all That would have troubled Dubravka had it not been for that deflection off the backside of Milan Skriniar Corner to Sweden, left hand side as they come forward, Forsberg with the blonde hair sends it in Hubachan's header gets it out of the penalty area on the far side but doesn't fully clear away and in fact Ekdal is happy to allow the ball continue rolling and rolling because he knows it is going out for a throw-in to Sweden on the right-hand side Sweden nil, Slovakia nil in Group E I can see, I think Sweden are about to make a double substitution as well It needs it, doesn't it, it does, to be it fresh blood yeah. It's a game that needs to be livened up just a little bit It is improving but we need that opening goal and Sweden created here throw in on the right hand side level with the edge of the penalty area and a long arched throw into the penalty area flicked on by Nielsen but he can't pick out a teammate 
Slovakia sitting deep here, they clear the ball away, but Christopher Olsen has got a lot of time to himself, and he's got the support of Augustinsson, who launched it left-footed into the penalty area, Danielson has stayed forward, maybe a high leg, play on to the referee, they'll come back and look at this if it ends up in the goal, referee blows the whistle anyway because Seb Larsson was offside, but I think if they had scored there, that would have come back for a high leg and a free kick to Slovakia. Yeah, Skriniar's not happy with the, um, the referee because he's saying that he, even though he's ducked into it, he thinks it's a high high boot. But I don't think the linesman gives that. I think he gives it for offside to, um, to Seb Larsson. This is Five Live for the BBC. This game taking place in St. Petersburg. A two o'clock kickoff. And we still await the opening goal with Croatia against the Czech Republic to come at five. England against Scotland live on Five Live from eight o'clock don't forget to check out the daily euros podcast it comes out every day during the tournament search on bbc sounds and you'll get all the inside information from the england wales and scotland camps all the interviews all the analysis the daily euros right let's have these changes then first up victor Klassen is going to come on for christopher olsen olsen who's carrying a yellow card in the game so that makes sense midfielder for a midfielder clinton yeah and i think the other ones, I think it's a striker, so it must be bad. Yeah, it is bad. 24 international goals in the past. But he now makes way, and it's going to be a very youthful attack now for Sweden. Alexander Isak will be joined by Robin Quayson. Quayson is an exciting attacker, very much in the mould of Isak. They're similar players. They've taken off the big target man. Let's see if this can improve the Sweden attack change still nil nil change as well for Slovakia because Vaslin who started the opening game against Poland he will come on in place of Peter Pikarik now this is interesting Pikarik is the right back and then is coming on to replace him as a right winger so that suggests that Kishelnik. Slovakia are going to go for this I think Kishelnik is going to go back to the right to right back it looks like yeah he's going to right back is attacking Connor, you are right because that's a right winger playing right back. This is club football in Italy. Sassuolo. New look attack for the Swedes, a new look right outside of defence for Slovakia. Ticks on 25 minutes to play in St. Petersburg. Victor Lindelof allowed creep up towards the centre circle. Holds the ball to his left to Danielson. His short ball, Stinson. It's a difficult to control. He's got a player playing all over him. It's Kosolnik. Kosolnik gives away the free kick to Sweden in the half of the line. So he'll take it quickly. This is Victor Lindelof inside the centre circuit. His right hand side, Seb Larsson. Still no introduction of Kurusevsky, the Aventus player. Surely we'll get to see him before the end. Kutska has the ball to bounce. Hampshire, excellent. Close touch control under pressure. Gets that on the deck. Rolls it out to the right hand side to Michel. Michel has dropped in as the right back. He'll give it in field to Shatka. Back again to the goalkeeper, Martin Dubravka. If you just joining our coverage here at Five Live, Dubravka's had to make one exceptional save in the second half. Really good. Down the other end, his opposite number, Robert Olsen, made a good save as well. Mind you, that one wouldn't have counted for Sweden. Managed to step up and catch Slovakia offside. Hampshire is an accurate ball towards Kutska back to Koselnik at right back wayward pass from him will give away possession a bit scrappy at the moment from Slovakia in particular 
Larson looks to be playing a more central role actually since Klassen has come on. Klassen is now playing as the right winger. Seb Larson is playing in the centre of midfield. Alexander Isak comes on the attack for Sweden. Forsberg twisting and turning, finding it so difficult to work any room. Duda is working hard in defence for Slovakia. As Lustig crosses from the right-hand side, Isak gets up and his header is only just over the top. That was a really good header. Inches over. Sweden so close to their opening goal. It's a, it's a great header because the balling from Lustig is really high. It's not like he's whipped him, Connor. It's like a bit floaty with a bit of pace on it. But Isak jumps ever so well. It just goes onto the roof of the net. But they are knocking on the door now, Sweden. Even with Berg having left the field, Isak continues to add that aerial threat. Grayson was right beside him too, if that had spilled to him. Are we to have a goal in this game in the final quarter of the match? By the way, Sweden also have Jordan Larsson on the bench, who plays with Spartak Moscow. Larsson, a very famous name in Swedish football. His dad is Henrik Larsson. So he's a young player and has definitely benefited from the extension of the number allowed in the squad. So with 23, I don't think Jordan Larsson would have made it, but with a 26-man squad, he's in there. Grayson from Germany. Alexander Isak, and Sussi, that player has done so well in the last 12 months or so in Spain. La Liga, La Liga uh, in May voted him uh, the young player of the season. You think how many talented youngsters play in the Liga? That is a, that is a wonderful accolade. nil. Slovakia nil. Kaszelnik. Kaszelnik. His position in white boots on the halfway line. To hold on to it and retreat back to the defenders. Shotka, Skriniak, 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 an own goal in the 87th minute of the playoff final against Northern Ireland. That's what forced that game into extra time. And it didn't go to the penalty kicks, so Akia were able to win it in the additional 30 minutes. Added on. Marek Hamšík to Kishelnik. Slovakia seeing more of the ball, but not really going anywhere here. They're just passing around own half they've got the opening day win of course straw could even be enough to put them into the last 16 depending how the other game finishes tomorrow crossfield ball is meant for harassler and goes out of play so the subs have come on there's been a couple of changes but still this is a game that is refusing to thrill us for tomorrow it sure is and it's refusing to give us a goal we, as i say we don't want a draw but no no we want a goal at least in this game but now i think sweden have made positive changes and they're the most likely at this precise moment Slovakia are just in a good shape and are finding it. Sweden are finding it really hard to break them down. Slovakia. That's good. He's made a burst from right back. He's gone way into the Swedish half and he's been fouled by Danielson. Oh, I thought that was a foul. Referee says no play on. He's let a lot of things go, Connor, the referee. He has let a lot of things go, that's for sure. Daniel Siebert from Germany. In charge. Overall, Clinton, the quality of the officiating has, officially has been oh, very good at this tournament. It's been excellent, and the VAR, I may say, it's been excellent. They've made the decisions quickly, it hasn't took 10, 15 minutes like we've seen in the Premier League a lot. And maybe I'm over-exaggerating, but a long time in the Premier League, they've done this really well. And VAR, it proves it does work. If you can get it right, it does work on it. That's it, and I do know, you know many leagues in Europe adopted VAR ahead of England, so maybe there's just a bit of catching up to do. But you know, point, you know, people have spoken about the quality of refereeing. These aren't the best referees in Europe. You know, it, it makes sense. Of course it does. Hamšík on the right-hand side. Plays the ball into Duda for Slovakia. And 
always be contentious decisions. I'm sure between now and the end of the tournament there'll be some refereeing decision that we all massively disagree with. But in the main, it's been really, really good and it's helped the tournament to flourish. Everyone makes mistakes though, Colin. That's what I mean. These referees, it's a hard job. And, but you're right, at, at the moment, it's been, referees have done an excellent job. This mag handshake has a bit of a magic in those moves. Up to the feet of Duda. Duda with close touch control lets him down for once. Mind you, he did it. Victor Lindlov breathing down his neck as he received possession there. Ludwig Augustinsson fancies a run here. Takes on Duda. Duda looked like he fouled him in recovering. Referee acknowledges that but waves play on because Isak has possession. Kishwini goes hurtling over two challenges. And then <laughs> Kutska tries to chop him in half with another challenge for Kanta. He's still going. This would be one of the goals of the tournament. Isak shoots and it's saved by Dubravka. That would have been so special. Do you know what that reminded me of? Italia 90, Claudio Chirigia being jumped yes, in half by the camera. They, they kept trying to tackle him and he just kept jumping over the challenges. And his shot was good in the end. But from the edge of the penalty area, Dubravka makes the save. Ah, it's a good save from Dubravka. He's not getting beaten at his near post. But a run from Iza. You're right, it does remind you of Canidia when he's half falling down, stumbling, managed to stand on his feet and, and, and obviously score that time. But it's brilliant play from Iza. And in the second half, he's been the better player. He's come up, he's, he wants the ball, he wants to make things happen. And he is a bright spot for Sweden, that's for sure. Sweden, nil, Slovakia, nil. But I love what Isak is. 99% of players would have gone down there. Oh, free oh, kick have been fouled. He, yes. just, he wanted to keep his feet. It was. It would have been It would have been up there with one of the goals of the tournament. I know Schicks is the goal probably at this precise moment, but that would have been sheer brilliance for the way he's beat two or three players and stayed on his feet. Very unlucky. Good oh, play, though. I mentioned the, the sweltering temperatures in St. Petersburg, up to almost 30 degrees centigrade now. The referee spotting that. Uh, the heat, the effect it's having on the players. He has just ordered a drinks break, so you're not missing any live action here on Five Live. Reminder that we've got Croatia against the Czech Republic coming up at 5 o'clock. Alistair Bruce Paul and Chris Sutton at Hampton Park for that one. And then the build-up to England against Scotland, which we will be all over here on Five Live. John Murray along with uh, Chris Waddle in the commentary box. Pat Nevin's going to be positioned down at pitch side behind one of the goals. He'll be able to give a very unique perspective from there but it's going to be a great noise great action apparently lots of rain in London today and it'll be interesting to see what effect that has on the on the I, I'm just trying to think I've seen every game I don't know if I've seen absolutely every game but has there been a game in the rain at this tournament yet Clinton they, they no, all seem to be played in the sunshine brilliant weather in all the countries that obviously have been having the games it's been brilliant but yeah today could be the first one right. typical isn't it typical. England Scotland, Scotland on, a, on a British summer's day in the rain Right, uh, Sweden are going to make a change here as they try to open things up looking for what will be their first win of the tournament after the opening 0-0 draw against Spain. They won't want another 0-0 here. They're going to bring on Pierre Benson. So Benson is getting ready to come on. The fourth official is struggling with the board here to... He says he needs the board. I think you have to give your own board and the Sweden guy who meant to do the numbers. There's some uh, administration error about putting the right numbers onto the board that is holding up and delaying that substitution that uh, Sweden want to make. But Benson is a defender, so it'll be interesting to see what, uh, what change they are contriving there. Victor Klassen gets a touch, plays his club football in Russia, so he'll be, he'll be familiar and comfortable with the surroundings here in St. Petersburg. Sweden with possession, Forsberg, number 10 on his back. Dropping deep, able to fall on there, rolling it in to the feet of Alban Ekdal, who plays with Sampdoria under Claudio Ranieri in Italy. 
Some Larson on the right hand side of the midfield back into Ekdal. Once again, this is Lindelof who comes forward out of defence and in turn he's encouraging Danielson to come forward. So they really are pushing up here, Sweden now, forcing Slovakia to sit deep on the edge of their own penalty area. Isak to the right hand side to Lustig back into Seb Larsson this is controlled possession for Sweden but can they find the killer ball that's not a bad one from uh, Lindelof to pick out Forsberg on the edge of the penalty area and now Augustinsson is put under pressure by Raslin and Sweden are forced back to the centre circle once again they are comfortable in the ball at the moment but can they break the lock can they prize their way into a shooting position Quasar who's come on has not seen anywhere near as much of the ball as Isak his strike partner at the moment little flick on there though and here is Grayson and out comes the goalkeeper now this could be a penalty it's a penalty to Sweden the game about to be livened up it's been a slow burner but Quayson, who we just said Sweden were struggling to get him involved in the game one good ball into the penalty area he was onto it quick as a flash out came Dubravka Quayson got the touch goalkeeper any collision from then on he's going to be in trouble he goes into the book a yellow card for Dubravka a penalty for Sweden it's brilliant from Quayson because Isaac puts him around the corner any other player on the pitch can't get there Dubravka because he's so quick um, Quayson Dubravka thinks he can get there can get there but Quayson gets there before him and it's a penalty I said it straight away and it's a big opportunity for Forsberg yeah this is interesting because in their their warm-up game against Armenia ahead of this tournament Sweden got a penalty and Seb Larsson took it and he missed it and he was asked the, the coach Jan Anderson about this in the build-up and he said no it's not necessarily going to be Larsson I've left it to the players to decide who can take the penalty and obviously Emil Forsberg is the player who has nominated himself for this huge responsibility now Vladimir Weiss once of Manchester City and Rangers and Bolton is on for Slovakia he's taken the place of Robert Mack with a good first half but more quiet in the second period the German goalkeeper Daniel Siebert is having a word with Dubravka and I'm sure what he's saying to him is you stay on that line if you come off your goal line even if you save it we're yeah. going to have to take again five live from the BBC St. Petersburg the venue this game is about to get very interesting because Emil Forsberg, who has scored nine international goals in the past, has a short run up, and he scores! Dubravka chose the right way, but it's perfectly tucked into the corner. It's a really cool, calm, confident penalty, and Sweden leads Slovakia by a goal to nil. It's a great penalty, because Dubravka goes the right way, so you have to get enough pace on it to beat him, and he does it ever so well. He puts it right in the corner, into the bottom corner, and we've got that goal, and it's what Sweden deserve in the second half because they have kept on pushing and pushing and I think the two the fresh legs and the two young boys up front have been a threat um, since he's come on Grayson and obviously Isaac was brilliant with the flick around the corner to him he is the man for the big moment Emil Forsberg he scored the goal that put Sweden into the World Cup quarterfinals three years ago I mean to Pravka he couldn't have done any better there he chose the right side he was diving at the right angle but when it's tucked in the corner like that, no goalkeeper in the world is going to keep it out. It's fantastic. It's a great, great penalty, great finish. And then, you know what? I think Slovakia have took off Hamšík and Mack, you know? I think they might have took him off. I saw him when that penalty was going, walking around the pitch. Yeah, they have took him off. So, this is interesting. Now, Slovakia who got that opening game win. Taken off Hamšík and put on Benes. And we already talked to you about Vice, Vladimir Vice coming on in place of Mack. 
And a handshake who was carrying a knee injury into the tournament and he was never going to play the full 90 minutes of every game. But in these circumstances now, 1-0 down, 12 minutes to play in St. Petersburg. That is a blow for Slovakia to be without their most talented player. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I don't know if it's an injury. I just feel they can't get possession of the ball. They were defending and they were going to make these changes anyway. But I'm surprised now they took him off, especially when they need a goal to get back into it because he's the one who can create something. Laszlo Benesch has come on of Augsburg. This is club football in Germany. Sweden will be delighted with this. They have the white knuckle right against Spain of hanging on and Robert Olsen performing heroics and miracles in goal but they got that draw against the heavily fancied Spanish and now they've got a lead against Slovakia and Sweden are looking at having four points from their opening two games which they would have been absolutely delighted with pre-tournament Koselnik crosses for Slovakia Olsen for a moment was uncertain it was a cross that he was worried was going to drop into the far top corner but fortunately for him it glides wide of the post and it will be a goal kick look at those pictures there's not one person in the box wanting to attack ah oh, it's frustrating me being sitting here as an extra I'm thinking just stay in the box and get chances you're a goal down at the moment get in the box Ball's coming in on the right hand side there's not, not one player attacking the ball this is the, the problem and you know, people spoke about it in the build up to the tournament when you don't have you know of course if you've got Robert Lewandowski it's different but they don't have that sort of striker they do have uh, Robert Bozhenik, who's a forward with Feyenoord, but he's only a young player, 21 years of age. Slovakia do not have a recognised, experienced striker in their squad. That's what they've had to make do with either playing wingers up there or playing number 10s up there. Um, and it's moments like that, Clinton, when crosses come in and no one's attacking it, and you can see uh, the folly of that particular enterprise. Yeah, definitely, and do today, he's not happy if the referee says something out of turn gets a ball and gives away a needless free kick because he thinks he should have the free kick. Won't argue the referee get in the box and score goals, mate. that booked. Slovakia frustrated. Ten minutes to play. Depending how the other game of the group goes, this might even be enough for Sweden to book their passage through to the last 16 before they even play their final game against Poland on Wednesday. They would be able to rest players, they would be able to experiment. It would certainly take the pressure off. However, they're not quite there yet and they still have to see this job out. Danielson plays the ball forward for Sweden. Isak and Kiesen trying to combine as they did in the build-up for winning the penalty for the Swedish goal. But just joining our coverage here in 5 Live, Forsberg with an expertly taken spot kick has got Sweden in front of this game. And Slovakia, uh, not sure if they're convincing me, uh, Clinton, that they've got an equaliser in them. No, they're not convincing me. I don't think they have got an equaliser in them. I think um, this afternoon... They basically, not, I'm not saying they came for a draw, but I think they would have took a point without a shadow of doubt because of the positive performance they had in the first game against Poland. But they haven't really created anything on the goal in the second half. Sweden have been the team pushing to get this win. England against Scotland to come later on tonight. And five live Croatia against Czech Republic before all of that. Here is Alexander Isak winning possession. Skipping away for the first challenge. Bulldozing his way through the second. He's got support if he needs it. Isak only with eye for goal himself. And then the chance in the end is uh, popped up in front of one of his teammates arriving into the penalty area. But Slovakia got defenders back. He did brilliant initially there, Clinton Isak. But he's selfish in the end. He should have laid it off, surely. Yeah, he should have la laid it off to his strike partner. He was there. He was, you know what? It's because he's done ever so well in the build-up play before that. He's brilliant. He burst past two players. Because he is an exciting player, Connor. But he has to roll it to his strike partner. who will have an opportunity to have a shot against the Bravka. 
if he just rolled it in front of uh, of Grayson, he'd have had the goal of his mercy. As it was, it was Klassen who took the shot in the end, but by then the defenders were back. Ekdal tries a volley on the edge of the penalty area from the resulting corner. Skriniar clears away for Slovakia. Slovakia, even if they lose this, they'll still be in it going into the final game. The problem for them is that that final game is very difficult indeed when they will face Spain on Wednesday. If they could get an equaliser here at a point, that would make that job so much easier. It may even be enough to put them through. As Hubachan sprints out and does really well against Seb Larsson. I didn't think he was favourite to get the ball there, but he was more determined. Is there a late second breeze from Slovakia as they win a free kick near the centre circle? Alban Ekdal's challenge and a free kick to Slovakia. The clock ticks on, seven minutes to go. Better second half, Connor. I think it's been a much better second half, in particular from Sweden. We said at halftime who wants to go and you know grab this game by the scruff of the neck. Sweden certainly have. Slovakia, Ratzlin on the right hand side. Chelin back to the halfway line. Vladimir Weiss, who's come on as the substitute, trying to get involved, floating around. Duda, the bleach blonde hair. To Laszlo Benesh. Good build up here as they work a bit of space for Koshelnik on the right hand side, but he doesn't fancy crossing it into the box. He goes backwards to Vladimir Weiss. That's an excellent ball from Weiss. And now Haraslan's into the penalty area. Cruyff turn back to Vladimir Weiss. Doesn't shoot first time. He didn't have the luxury of taking a touch there. And in any event, it wouldn't have counted anyway. The offside flag was raised when the ball was played to, to Haraslan. He was just coming back from an offside position. Yeah, you're thinking when Haraslan gets into that position, maybe he could flash it back across. But then again, he's back, he's setting it back to Vladimir Weiss with so much pace corner. Vladimir Weiss can't get a shot away. So he was offside anyway. So he's not, Vladimir Weiss was not happy with it. More changes laid on for Slovakia. Mihail Durish is coming on, plays his club football in Cyprus with Ammonia. It's going to be a double change here. They're taking full advantage of being able to have five substitutes. David Hansko will come on in as well throw the dice at the end of this game from Slovakia as they desperately seek an equaliser but Tom is very much winning out and they've just got just over five minutes to go Sweden one Slovakia nil Sweden all in yellow playing from right to left as we look down looking good now with Grayson and Isak it's an exciting partnership they've got youthful energy between the two of them Augustinsson down the left-hand side has a little trick which buys him a little bit of space but then the cross is disappointing it was behind Kiesin in the middle and it's a chance for Slovakia to come out of defence with Hansko who's just come on as a substitute driving them up towards the halfway line but he rushes his pass and he gives possession back to Sweden the lead 1-0 Clinton Morrison you know Kiesin and Isak if I'm the Swedish fans and the rest of the I probably that's the front two I would want to start the young energetic they cause problems they got I know the manager Anderson loves Burke, but some, and I know his experience will be valuable. But these two are just fresh, and they've got no, they've got no care in the world. And they've come, obviously Grayson's come on and he's done ever so well to get the penalty. He's has been their best player. He's caused all sorts of problems, in particular in the second half. Mihal Durish has replaced Andre Dudas, the former Norwich City man, has been taken off, been able to be as effective as he wanted in that false nine role. Durish will try and operate as more of a traditional attacker midfield position is with Slovakia and they work it out to the far side a chance for Vladimir Weiss to come in field he'll roll the ball off to Doris comes back again 
Sweden can't have enough players back behind the ball here. Kasselnik, low cross in towards the front post. There was a good surge to try and get there from Benesch, but he can't get the ball. And Augustinsson puts it out for a quarter. It's a late spell of pressure from Slovakia as they try to grab a point with an equaliser here. Yeah, it's good defending at the near post. Really good defending, but could it be the screen yard time? <laughs> could it be, Connor? Because he is coming up. form he's been on lately. Yeah. Three goals in his last four internationals. You wouldn't bet against him. His first 37 caps, he didn't score any at all, and now he's got three goals in four games. He's bouncing up and down to the edge of the penalty area, trying to find some room. Ball is played in by Dorish. Oh, it sits up. Oh, it was a chance for Benesch. He tries to shoot. It still won't sit up. They try to go again, and somehow the ball is cleared away. And the referee's whistle is come out as a relief for Sweden here. Vladimir Weiss is going to be booked for his challenge. It's going to be a free kick to the Swedes. And Vice has got to retreat, and he is shown yellow. There's a big goal, my scramble from that corner, and yeah, Vice is just thinking, I don't want to run back to my own goal, so he just takes him out. But it's a good opportunity for Slovakia. The ball was bobbling, but it was good defending from the Sweden defenders. No sticks in there, and they're all putting their body on the line. Lindelof, Ekal, they're all doing it. So good defending, and that's what you want to see. I just want to correct, actually, because the, the information we were given from... UEFA was the dude that gone off, but actually he is still on the pitch. It was Rovsky who went off on that occasion, so apologies for that, but that was the information that came up for us from UEFA. Late change for Sweden here, running down the clock as much as anything else. Albin Ekdal, 32 next month, 59th cap for him today. He's worked a very good shift in the middle of the midfield, and he slowly walks to the sidelines now. Applauded by the Swedish fans as they welcome on Gustav Svensson, another who plays his club football in China these days. Experienced player, and he'll just try to keep things tidy in the middle of the midfield for the remaining two and a half minutes plus the stoppages of this game. Sweden won, Slovakia nil. This is working out very well for the Swedes. Draw with Spain, and on the verge here of beating Slovakia if they can. Not long to go. Five live for the BBC. Build up to England against Scotland to come as soon as we're finished with the live football here. There is 6.06 after the England Scotland game with Robbie and Chris later on tonight as well at Five Live. Your chance to get involved and have your say on the radio tonight of uh, whatever does occur at Wembley at 8 o'clock. Grayson here on the edge of the penalty area plays a good ball out to Wiesak. It was powerfully struck at him though and he struggled to control it. Lustig comes up and wins a header which goes straight up into the air and Duda does provide a little flick out to Vladimir Weiss right they are almost out of time here Slovakia if they're going to score a late equaliser here it is going to be a dramatic late one the ball is played up to the feet of Duda he will lay it off to the right hand side to Raslin Weiss comes to offer himself this is all still midway inside the Swedish half Swedes are working hard and Forsberg you can see he's exhausted but he sprints and he gets to the ball ahead of Kuselnik there good recovery from the Slovakia defense though and that will be a free kick as Forsberg barrels into the back of Kutska free kick to Slovakia but they are almost out of time for Morris. no they are yeah they've not really been like how they were against Poland where they were creating a lot of chances you have to credit Sweden though Sweden are good at defending and they've got that all-important going you know what it's like, you saw how good they were the other night against Spain, the way they can defend in their numbers, and if they go go ahead, it is difficult to break them down. This won't be the end of the world for Slovakia if it stays like this. Their opening win against Poland still has them in decent nick in the group. They set up a big game when they take on Spain in the final group match. On Wednesday, 
Kotskas back up to his feet. Players look really exhausted. Sweltering temperatures in St. Petersburg. As the ball is cleared away, anywhere will do at the moment. Sweden just lash it out for a throw-in on the far side. We're about to see what will be added on. Stop it, just five minutes to be added on in St. Petersburg. And ain't over yet. Oh, Rassler. Pink boots, cuts it off the touchdown on the right-hand side. Time to throw the kitchen sink at it if you are Slovakia. Looks good, controls the ball in the midfield. Jules is in there with Vice on the left-hand side. He tries a succession of step-overs and actually trods on the ball and trips himself. That's really disappointing. Isak looks for Quayson. He's done well to get it back to Forsberg. And now there's free running on the left wing and a chance for Benson to break into the penalty area. His cross wasn't great. He'll try to keep the chance alive, though, as it comes back to him. And he's got the support from Forsberg, the hard-working blonde behind him. Now Benson to the byline left-hand side. He'll try and shield it there. He's shoved to the back by Haraslin. Referee blows the whistle, but he's given the free kick to Slovakia. Thought that might be the other way. Yeah, I don't think there was enough contact. And then Benson just kept the ball in between his legs. And you can't do that, so... I'm glad the referee, because usually in them situations they will give the free kick. There was hardly a touch and he went down, but right decision from the referee. Sweden have to have some big scalps under this manager, Jan Andersen. They beat Italy over two legs in the playoffs to reach the last World Cup. Remember, Italy weren't there and that was because the Swedes had beaten them. They finished above the Netherlands in that qualifying group. They beat France. They finished ahead of Germany in the group when they were at the World Cup. So Sweden are able to... to you know, drag out performances of big tournaments. But now, rather unnecessarily, they have given away a needless corner here, Clinton. And remember, they're only leading 1-0. Yeah, Benston, he had so much time, he couldn't even kick out for a throw, and he kicked it for a corner. Also, the goalie is going mad at him. Yes, they'll be furious if they concede from this. Duda takes the corner, floated in, strong hitter at the far post, but there was pushing. And it's the competitive Juraj Kutska again. But he pushed the defender in the back. I mean, the header went over the crossbar anyway. But that will be a free kick to Sweden. You can bet your bottom dollar they will take their time over this. Yeah, Lindelof does well there. But Kuzka, he's had another good game for Slovakia. I really like him in midfield. He's come, come back here in midfield. He works up so hard. He wants to get on the end of stuff. He's a complete midfielder. And he's, he's had a good game, but good defending there from Lindelof. Final change. Familiar face of Emil Kraft, the Newcastle player. He will come on in place of Emil Forsberg, who did play well in the game, but he's really hamming it up here now with his applause to the crowd and his slow walk-off. And, of course, it's all a bid to run the clock down. We've played two and a half minutes of stoppages. With five being added on in St. Petersburg. Sweden are almost there for their first win of the tournament. Played well, Forsberg. So, Slovakia need to get possession back. Skriniar inside his own half. Vladimir Weiss on the left. Skriniar makes his way forward and he's got to go up and join the attack now. They're leaving themselves very light at the back as they must do, Slovakia. Veselnik hammers in a high delivery. Too high for Skriniar. Sits up though for Mihal Durish who tries to slam it on the half volley but it strikes the body of Kraft. Emil Kraft who's just come on. And that ball goes out of play on the far side for a throw in two. Slovakia, really quick VAR check there. They just wanted to see was there any chance that struck an arm. VAR says play on. German officials have done very well today. Vladimir Weiss crosses for Slovakia, takes a deflection off a defender at the front post, goes across the face of goal and goes out for a corner. Vladimir Weiss's delivery came off as a Lindelof on the way through. Anyway, it's a corner to Slovakia. 
This is do or die now. He is 90 seconds remaining. No time to waste. Duda waits in the middle this time. The goalkeeper is up. Martin Dubravka's in the penalty area. Here comes the delivery. Dubravka flings his body at it, but it's headed away in front of him. Olsen punches clear. Not out of the penalty area, mind you. Back into the box. Up jumps Danielson to win a header. And the keeper's staying up there. The cross from the right-hand side. Back into the penalty area. And a diving header away by Bengtsson. And Dubravka drops back towards his goal mouth once again. Quite a surely Olsen has to catch that. Here's Duda. Oh, plays a little nutmeg. Into the penalty area. Harassling oh. can't shoot. Vice tries to shoot. There's appeals for a handball. Oh. They think it struck an arm on the edge of the box. The referee isn't interested. VAO will be looking in the background. But the referee, Daniel Siebert, immediately turned away. Play continues for now. It's all hands on deck in defence for Sweden. An exciting finish to a dull game. As a shot to nothing from Kutska from miles out. Drifts wide of the target. He just tried to buy a lottery ticket there late on. But it looks like time has run out for Slovakia. Yeah, but it was a foul on the edge of the box. And, oh! Does look, watch it Seb again Larson when it watches it. Look. I'll tell you what's going to get him out of jail here. It comes off comes his own off teammate, else's teammate. Yeah, directly it, in front of him, which they it, do give an allowance yeah, for. And that is why it's not going to be given. It does come off his own teammate, but it does hit his arm. I think it hits his arm twice, twice Clinton. You're right. Twice. Both ricocheted off a teammate. VAR have not said play on just yet, have they? Still, now they have. Yeah. Check is over. It will not be a penalty. Look, if you're Slovakian, you're going crazy, but you can understand why. And that, you would imagine, will be their final chance. We've played well over the five minutes that were due to be added on. So Slovakia, who beat Poland in their opening game, are set to lose here 1-0 unless, unless fortune can favour the brave late on here. Hansko launches it forward. This is the last throw of the dice. It bounces on the edge of the penalty here. Bengtsson did well to get it away. Anywhere will do for Sweden. The screaming at the referee. Where's the full-time whistle? But he's refusing to <laughs> he's blow it yet. The bench are going mad saying that's over the air blown up. Zaka plays it forward. This must be the end of it and there we go. So it got much, much better in the second half. It got really good for Sweden and they have built upon a rugged opening draw with Spain to grind out a 1-0 win here against Slovakia. It ain't pretty, Clinton Morrison, but it's effective and they are looking really good for the last 16 now, Sweden. That is the perfect way to put it. It's not pretty, but it's getting it done. Sweden with a 1-0 win over Slovakia are looking good to be able to advance to the last 16. Good morning, everyone. I am Matthew Cause. You are listening to live coverage of Euro 2020 on TSN Radio. What do we got for you today? In just over an hour, it is Croatia versus the Czech Republic. Croatia, they're going to need this after losing 1-0 to England. Meanwhile, the Czech Republic looking good after their 2-0 win against Scotland in the first game. And then later... The oldest rivalry in soccer. It is England. It is Scotland. Three o'clock. Gareth Wheeler will join me for the half of that. Andy Petrillo will be on the halftime for Croatia versus Czech Republic. It is another busy day of Euro 2020. You're listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. Champions live here.